0: So,
1: I was on the space station, and this guy, he's, he's yelling at me. He says, press the red button, and I'm like, no way, like, because I don't know about you, but when I hear press the red button, that's like a, that's, that's a big thing.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, because like, you can press many gray buttons and all that stuff, like, sure, they just blend in, but the red button, there's only one red button. Must be important. Usually. Yeah, like I don't know this guy. Like, so, anyways, I don't push it, and the the place blew up. Anyways, uh, welcome to No Concerns Given. I am your host Nathan Tace, actor slash comedian, and I am here with our guest Dalton Cote. Hello,
2: hello. Thank you for having
1: me, Nathan. This is our first episode of No Concerns Given. If you didn't read the title already, and. Yeah, it should be exciting. Um Yeah, I'm glad Dalton is here. He was probably my second pick for uh <laughs> for <laughs> the first person.
2: Yeah, wow, it's really great to be here actually. Yeah.
1: Episode one. To be honest, the the first person was supposed to be Taylor Swift, but yeah, didn't <laughs> happen. Yeah. I I was Yeah. She she actually came to Toronto like on vacation and She texted me, because we're kind of friends, and she texted me like, because she's on tour right now, and she was like, hey, we should just meet up for coffee while I'm visiting Toronto. I'm like, sure. And we're talking, and I told her about the podcast. She was like super excited, wanted to be on. Guess what? Her dang agent said no. And yeah, it it just sucked. So I'm hoping to have her on eventually, but for now, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's the worst when Taylor Swift cancels last minute.
1: Oh, heck yeah! Like, I, yeah, and it would've been so good too. Like, the celebrity content like on episode one, it could've like. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, it would've been perfect. It, it would've worked so well, but instead, yeah, but you're you're number two, so that's pretty good. Well, well I mean, it, it
2: completely makes sense. I mean, Taylor Swift, she's she's
1: mm-hmm. just way ahead. Yeah, like. I mean, you weren't. I if I heard that Taylor Taylor Swift was about, above me on the list, I'm not surprised. Like, me, me I'm
2: completely understandable.
1: Okay, that that's great to know. So, um, how about we you tell us some about yourself? All right.
2: Well, uh, I'm. My name's Dalton. I'm currently living in Saskatchewan. Uh, my birthday, my nineteenth birthday, is coming up in. Uh, July here.
1: Ooh. Yes, I'm currently working at uh, Borgo. It's an
2: extremely painful place (laughs) to work. Don't enjoy it. And uh, I'll be going to school at the end of this year for political science.
1: Nice. If anybody's going to political science schools anywhere, check out for Dalton, because he may be going there.
2: Yeah, all three of us, if you're out there. Oh, yeah. uh, Come say hi (laughs) to me.
1: There's not a lot of us. So, me and Dalton, this is to the audience. Um, we have known each other since high school. And, yeah, we we get along with each other. I mean, I don't think we've ever tried to kill each other yet or anything like that.
2: Yeah, not yet. Yeah,
1: Not yet. <laughs> there, there were times, but no. Uh <laughs> Yeah, we've we've gone by many names. Like, there is the time they called us the the kid detectives um, <laughs> solved many <laughs> mysteries. Um, what was your favorite mystery that we did? Uh, my favorite mystery, probably
2: the uh, the missing homicide at the school. There, we kind mm. of uh, yeah, we completely helped. We carried the whole investigation. The FBI tried to recruit us, but we said we said no. We're yeah. We're just trying to be humble uh, detectives, you know?
1: We were still in school, like, we, education's important. We can't just join the FBI.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can't just become, like, your top agents at the, F, at the FBI.
1: Yeah, it... I, I'm glad they finally understood, though, after. Lots of talking, too.
2: <laughs> after declining ten times, they finally let us go back to school.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was pretty horrible, like, they're just the dead body in the middle of the hallway. Like, it was very... (laughs) Yeah, the principal was like, oh no, who should we call? What do we do? And then we just up. just had to come in, step aside, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, take a few notes, shake a few hands, boom.
2: (laughs) Boom. And then the (laughs) FBI tried to record... (laughs) tried to recruit us.
1: Yeah. That's how it works. I
2: remember it so clearly.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. We even called... The Kid Detectives. They called us the Bachelor Boys that one year. That was pretty fun.
2: That was true, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The... Let me think. There there there's so many. I I just don't know what to choose from here. (laughs) There's too many. There are too many. Like, it's crazy. Like, I have, like, independent nicknames. But, like, together, we, like, PB&J, that was kind of a lame one. Yeah. As a duo... Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Beaker and Bunsen, because we were just the best scientists.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone did call us Maverick and Goose once, but, (laughs) like, the thing is, we both wanted to be Maverick, and that kind of, like, caused some tension, so we just asked that guy to stop calling us that, because it was was hard.
2: Like, we understand why. I mean, we did Mm -hmm. fly every morning in our our fighter jets, but
1: mm-hmm yeah
2: <laughs> i mean
1: yeah you know oh definitely and yeah i mean they're both cool guys like both maverick and goose but like to be honest maverick's the best out of both of them plus he doesn't die so
2: i mean we both know that i mean i wouldn't even mind being goose if if his neck didn't get
1: snapped in half. Yeah. Right. Like so. him dying is kind of like a I don't want to be the dead one. Like <laughs> I don't want to be the dead guy. Kind of. Like what kind? Of, that's like the biggest jinx that can happen to a guy. It's just like oh, I, he's funny, but he's dead. Like no. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: not how I want to be remembered.
1: No 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 no. Want to be yeah. remembered as that, that as that motorcycle guy who gets that hot flight teacher. I don't know. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah,
1: it's, good. it's good to talk with you, though. Oh, it, it definitely is. I'm glad you are here. I mean, Taylor would have been better, but still. I, I agree, yeah, it, mm. you know, yeah. I'm glad
2: to be here, at least. You know, if, if, if Taylor were to walk in the door right now, I would completely understand just ending it here and yes.
1: getting Taylor on. Yeah, just me and her two creative minds. We could have probably came up with a new song or something. The next. I'd be, I'd
2: be surprised if he didn't.
1: Me too. Like, me and Taylor in the same room together. That just like, success. <laughs> like, what? Else? Complete success. Yeah, like, there. It's like. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. It's it's that easy. Like, nothing else would happen. Like, would we have a good yeah. time? Sure. But we'd also be making a lot of money while doing it.
2: Yeah, and the world would be changing
1: right mm-hmm. before you. Pre- yeah, we would have, like, made the next, uh, shake it off. But, uh... <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: I, I would pay money to see that.
1: Yeah. To so, Wait. To see us sing Shake It Off, or to watch me shake it off? Oh, both, I mean. (laughs) Both at the same time. Both at the same time? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Alright. So, yeah, this is the show. We uh, do a lot of different things. Um... We yeah, really do, cool. we have fun conversations like this where we take nothing seriously. Um, we also do characters and stuff. I am an actor slash comedian, so that brings up some fun things. You right. Yeah, Dalton, are you an actor slash comedian? I mean, uh, you know, if you're offering me a job, I'll I'll take it. I mean, sure. <laughs> no, I I if I had to choose, I'd probably go down the road of a comedian, but I wouldn't mind, uh, I wouldn't mind being an actor, honestly. Mm-hmm. Depends what you're doing. Like, I've been doing a lot of background work, and there, there's joys in it, and there's non-joys in it.
2: What don't you like
1: about it? Um, depends on the set. There's a lot of waiting. Like, it kind of gets okay. boring. And also depends what they want you to do. Like, one day I can show up on set, like... A few weeks ago, I was actually got a role as a crazy druggie, and that was, it's actually really cool, like, I showed up with, like, an opened up, like, sure I looked completely insane, my hair was crazy, and I'm a very method actor, so I had, like, this whole way, like, I had this entire, like, routine to get, like, into it, and it was very difficult. Yeah, like, the night before, I purposely only slept three hours and I chugged an entire energy drink without eating any food, and the night before, I was even, like, practicing, like, a different walk, because, like, I didn't want my character to walk like I did, and, yeah, and on set, I, like, did, like, exaggerated, like, movements, like, I didn't act like myself. I talked like myself, but I didn't, my movements weren't myself.
2: Oh, cool, and the... Can you talk about it, or if I if I were to ask, where
1: uh, where would people want to see you do that? Um, it's or is
2: that a little top secret?
1: It's a short film. I don't think it's super top secret. That's definitely not one of the most top secret things I've done so far. Oh, okay, Nate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on a show, Mathinated, and it's a thing going on Disney Plus. I'm not going to give too much information because okay. I don't want to okay. get red flagged by Disney. Uh, okay, yeah, be careful with them, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, But, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like, they, I was even just a background actor on that, but they have, like, this whole thing, and, like, there's, like, so much stuff you need to write out, even though that's an original right. story that no one knows about slash cares about yet. But, yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, interesting. Cool. Yeah. That's actually really nice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If, well, I look forward to seeing
2: you more and more on the on the big screen.
1: Maybe. Depends. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey. I had an okay performance on that one. I'm not. Yeah, re- an okay one? Why? You don't, you don't feel good about it? Hmm? No, no, no. I, it's just hard to. <laughs> it's hard to explain it without giving anything away. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, won't, I won't make you explain anything, yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. The world of
1: the industry. And, know, um, you gotta got deal with them, as she said. hmm So, um, let's talk about a classic Nathan and Dalton story. We have so much history, and we've done so many things, and I feel like that's what we should talk about. You're our first guest, and that's true. I think we should give, like, a really open up of who we are, and in that way, show who I am, who is the main host. That's right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we we should probably discuss how we first met. So, do you want to go first, or do you want me to?
2: Um,
1: I can start first, can if go. you want. Yeah,
2: you can go, you can go first. Okay. <laughs>
1: true, true, true. So... I'm watching TV at my house in my little sailor suit, just (laughs) watching, just watching cartoons. I think SpongeBob was on, actually. Then I hear this knock on my door, like a, and so I, I walk over my little sailor suit and open up and standing right in front of me, isn't Dalton, but is a, like a, what, what's the name? Like, those girls who, like, sell cookies? Girl Scouts. Yeah, Girl Scouts. There was a Girl Scout, and she was, like, handing me cookies and stuff, and I was... And long story short, I bought three, but the thing is, I couldn't eat three entire boxes, so I went through the streets. I, I actually changed, because I was, I was embarrassed of our sailor suit, because I lived in Saskatchewan, and we didn't have any seas nearby. Um... <laughs> So I took off the sailor suit, put on something a little bit more cool, and yeah, I, I just walked around with the three boxes of cookies. I was planning on eating one, but I was planning on giving two away. And I, there I see Dalton just standing at the corner there, and yeah. I think you were like uh, playing guitar or something. I probably yeah, uh, I was a big guitar player
2: at the time. Mm-hmm,
1: Yeah, I think you were like playing like some ACDC something. I don't know. But, I walked up and said, hey, do you want a cookie? And you're like, yep. And immediately, just became friends. And then, we realized that we went to the same school, we realized (laughs) that we sat right next to each other, but we never noticed each other. (laughs) It's just, not even once, like, maybe like, like... I recognized maybe the side of this, but I never really actually looked at him. I never talked to him the entire year, but until I offered him that cookie, like the box of cookies, I, I didn't offer you one cookie. That would, would have been pretty cheap. That wasn't until yeah. we actually like bonded. Mm-hmm. I remember the cookies. Yeah, I was. I think I was starving to death, actually. Yeah, you were. Yeah, like. Yeah, they saved my life that day. You were you were playing music to like get money, right? Yeah, or or like a like a like a bagel from Tim Horton, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were standing outside of Tim Hortons with your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and I
2: remember just the uh, just twenty minutes before I saw Nathan, I saw this this little Girl Scout running running away crying, and I I asked her what happened, she was like, she she told me, I just saw a scary man in a sailor suit and he took all my cookies, and then uh, kind of I thought nothing of it, and then then Nathan came around the corner. Saved my life with those cookies. Hmm. Good times. That was, that was, yeah, that was a good time. And then, yeah, instant brands after that.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think that's, like, I I was about to say that was your f- first cookie, like, you ever had, but I think, but that's not true. I think that was your first chocolate chip cookie, right?
2: Yeah, that was the first time I ever had chocolate, because <laughs> I came from the, the Colombian jungles, where they don't have uh, food. Or oh, or anything, so.
1: I I really felt for you when you told me that the first time, which yeah which, when I
2: when I had shock that I I think
1: I gained a new conscience. Mm-hmm, yeah, you, you really did come alive, like <laughs> like your personality, your personality, personality really changed.
2: Yeah, I was just a dead husk of a, of a human before Nathan uh, pulled me out of the wasteland.
1: Mhm. I mean, you pulled me out of wastelands as well, like that time that I uh. Hmm. There was many times, to be honest. Yeah.
2: That time you were in a radioactive wasteland.
1: <laughs> yeah. That 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 was probably one of the main ones. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah I, I remember that. We had hazmat suits and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I I wasn't wearing mine, which was awful. It was <laughs> I, I forgot mine at home and like it it I don't know if any of you audience members have ever been a, around radioactive waste without a hazmat suit, I do not recommend. It hurts a lot. I don't think right. I'm physically able to have children. And it's just an awful experience. And I was really thankful that Dalton was able to pull me out of there.
2: That's all right. But, I mean, that is that is the story of how you got x-ray vision, though. That, so. that
1: is. it, And it, it helps at times. Like, when you try to get, like a cereal and like it says it has a toy but like you sometimes they have really crappy toys in a cereal box but occasionally there's gonna be a good one and with x-ray vision i'm able to see like yeah that's that's the good one
2: yeah you can see right through all the cereal boxes
1: and i just (laughs) i just realized (laughs) there's not a lot of cereals that have toys nowadays like that used to be a thing
2: not really. The only one that really? I can think of are like the uh, Cracker Jacks, right? They still have, they still have toys, right?
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I, yeah, I actually,
2: don't I think about it. Like every cereal used to have toys. Yeah. Huh? Not so much anymore.
1: Mhm. Got
2: it. <laughs> it's all because of Big Cereal.
1: Yeah, Tony the Tiger just taking them, taking them out.
2: Yeah, he's he's greedy. He's too cheap for the for the toys.
1: Mhm can't trust catalogs. That is true. You... You can't really trust any big organization like that. That's... And they don't so trust the you either. Games? They don't trust you, you don't trust them. Like, for example, Disney. Like, I'm not allowed to... I... I'm so scared of that topic right now. <laughs> 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 yeah, probably, probably don't. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, yeah. there... There isn't, like, any, like, big actors in that movie. Like, I can... I don't even think mathinated. That's what I said it was called, because I think I am allowed to say that. Um,
2: okay, be careful, though, be careful. Though. That's
1: not even the real name of the show. Oh, okay. That's a code name.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Secret code name. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we are going to take a little break right now, because of something happening with audio, but we are going to be right back with you guys. All right. Bye. So, before the break, we were talking about how them big corporations are always growing us little guys. And I think like we... We should really, like, talk about this because I'm in the entertainment industry, so I know that more than most people, but not everyone knows it. I don't know, like, I'm pretty sure this, you've experienced some stuff with this.
2: Okay, oh yeah. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, I was actually working with, um, I we were talking about Kellogg's, I actually worked for them for like an entire year. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. I remember that. And they decided to have like this big like set up like not set up like a like kind of like a party to like for advertisement. Like I think someone's supposed to like drive like a monster truck. Like it was supposed to be like this big thing that was like, like supposed to get Kellogg's like more attention. Like it was like a Red Bull stunt, but it was with Kellogg's. So it wasn't as cool, like, I'm pretty sure the monster truck, like, had like a bowl of cereal or something on it, but yeah. And the thing is, I was there where they were actually, like, prepping up, like, the place to do this, and it was, like, in the middle of the woods, and right there was this group, it was a big, like, animal shelter that it was like a sanctuary for like injured animals. They just tore the entire place up, so they could build this ramp. Yeah, they they didn't they had no regard for the animals' well being. They just completely they just slaughtered the animals there. They didn't even move them. Mm-hmm. I remember, and like there were even like there were like protesters there, right? And they tied themselves to like the building because they're like, if they're gonna destroy this building, they're gonna have to destroy me as well, and. They did. They 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 took them down. Like I felt so bad. I didn't want to be a part of it, but and I was actually maybe even planning on joining these people and like protecting the sanctuary until they got until big bulldozer came and took them down with the building, and. Yeah, I remember I was uh, driving the bulldozer. <laughs> really, really, yeah, I, man. I, I was hired as a private contractor for, uh, by
2: Kellogg's themselves. I didn't know you were going to be there. I was kind of I was I was ashamed of it. So
1: you must've been wearing uh, a hard hat or something. I did not recognize you.
2: <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I had. To, I was in the Tony the Tiger uh, mascot suit. That's why you probably didn't.
1: Uh, ah. Okay. Didn't see me. Yeah, I was kind of ashamed. I was like, I'll go on the weekend,
2: bulldoze a couple uh, protected acres of of forest territory. No That's- one's gonna know.
1: And even though I was saying how horrible that was, that's such a bold decision by you to go with it, anyways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I was, uh, I was I was wild back then. You know, and uh, uh-huh. dogs would
2: they would they, they would do anything for that for that monster truck.
1: They were they spent so much money on that paint job.
2: <laughs> yeah, they would have they would have lost money if they didn't <laughs> tear down that that sanctuary.
1: Yeah. And, and that's what the big corporations do they they see like these troubles and they just like um i want to save 20 dollars and then they, they they push that little guy down and that's some and i think that's what is what we're talking about here because we a part of the podcast is obviously for the art i if I wanted to, I could make so much money off of it, but then I say no. I want to do this for the art of it, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, sure. Um, there isn't millions of people watching it, but if millions of people, I don't want millions of people watching a bunch of like propaganda and commercials. I I want people That's to true. visualize art. And- exactly, and if Kellogg's were to come in with a big ten million dollar check, we would absolutely. Decline. Decline, yeah. yeah. They could say, Hey, someone could come up to me and say, Hey, we want you to be in this new Ryan Reynolds movie oh. as Ra- as Deadpool's sidekick. And oh. they could say that and they'd be like, But you have to push little Timmy down the well. <laughs> and I just have to it-, it would be hard because I love Ryan Reynolds, but All Right. I'd have to push that poor kid down the well and
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, and then I would go and push that, that poor kid down the well and you know.
1: But but the thing is, most people would just push him down the well and like, yeah, but I would actually throw a pillow down first. So kind of break uh, his fall a little bit. At least you're at least you're humane. You did give him a pillow before you brutally mm-hmm. pushed him down a, a well. Yeah, because, like, no that, that could really hurt someone, getting thrown down a wall. Like, imagine not having that pillow. But yeah, what would that kid do without you if, if you didn't put that pillow down there mm-hmm.
2: before you pushed him? Yeah,
1: I... You sometimes have to make that tough choice of, like, morality versus money. Lots of people yeah. would choose money, and I would too, but <laughs> I, I make sure morality is still in there. Like, yeah, you, you can't... Ha- com- There's a line, and you need to kind of be in the middle of that to be successful in life. You don't want to. You don't want to be like that evil guy who doesn't have uh, Christmas with his kids on Christmas. Like okay, in the so movies.
2: What do you mean?
1: But you still want to make a lot of money like that rich dad in that movie. Wait,
2: why would I spend Christmas with my family when I'm too busy
1: making money? Because, like... Maybe, maybe, if you go home for Christmas, your kids will actually appreciate you, and then one day, when you're old, you can kind of guilt trip them into taking care of you. Oh, maybe, Maybe.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And some may say, if you have a lot of money, you could probably get nurses and a care home, and to that, I said I never thought of that before.
2: And to bed, I say, wow, what a good idea. Screw my family.
1: (laughs) That is such a weird thing that people say, though. Like, when they talk about, like, kids and stuff, like, I'm not even sure if I want to get kids later in life. But there's people who are like, man, like, kids are so great, and you have to have them because you need someone to take care of you. But, like, to raise a kid, I think it costs, like, Half a million dollars, maybe? Yeah, it's only $500,000 for, like, each child.
2: So if you have two kids, that's, like, a million right there.
1: Yeah, like, you could very, very much take care of your, like, get other people to take care of you if you have a million dollars.
2: Exactly. Mm. And, well, I have to take care of a kid
1: for 20 years? Exactly. So, so much stress, you start getting them gray hairs. Exactly, just so so
2: what? The kid could take care of me for two years?
1: Yeah, just so you can play uh, catch? Um, there's a thing (laughs) called professional baseball players who can do that for you.
2: Yeah, I can literally watch it on the TV. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. Why would you want some kid who's not as well as the bigger people (laughs) Yeah, my
2: kid's not even a
1: professional. Yeah, like, what, am I supposed to be impressed that you hit that ball with a little stick, like, I don't know, like, three feet? No. Some yeah, guy can that hit that I out of a... I know what you're thinking. Oh, he's just
2: he's just four years old. He's just a little... No. If I wanted to play catch, I would go to a professional.
1: Exactly. And the other thing, it also hurts me as a comedian, because lots of parents will come up to you and they said, Oh, my kid said the funniest thing. They <laughs> miss said trombone and said twombone. But that's not the funniest thing ever. Your kid's <laughs> that, that, just that not that far, bright. Like by far the funniest thing.
2: The kid's not even clever. The joke wasn't even formulated. It wasn't I'm, even a punchline. Like
1: I'm a comedian. That is not sure. the funniest thing ever. Like I I can say twombone. Like who's laughing? No one. It's, it's so stupid. Either. I'm not laughing.
2: I'm not laughing either.
1: This is yeah, serious. I,
2: this like, some serious stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I know I said this is a comedy podcast, but we do hit on some serious topics, and this is one of them. Like, right. kids... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: kids are just... Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: they're, they're there.
2: They exist, man. There's nothing we can do.
1: Mm-hmm. People say that children are the future, and that worries me sometimes.
2: Yeah, not a future I want to live in.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I say take them down. We should stop them. Like, if they're, like, our future, we have to do something about it. Yeah, somebody stop that. That's our future. We got to stop them. Do I want that, like, 12-year-old playing Fortnite to, like, be the boss one day? No. No, I don't.
2: Not even close.
1: No, I want that elderly man to find the fountain of youth and just keep running the place.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I honestly, I think that's how it's going to happen. You know, modern science will probably just invent the fountain of youth. We'll just, we'll just
1: make it. I was actually trying to find the fountain of youth a few months ago, actually.
2: Oh yeah? How did that go? Was that before or after you, uh, you found the Holy Grail?
1: Um, before I found the Holy Grail, after I watched Pirates of the Caribbean, Stranger Tides. Um, oh, I, see. I found a map in a bookstore, and, like, it was, like, a dusty book, so you know that's gonna be good. I think... Right, you know it's old. I think the title read, um, uh, Green Eggs and Ham? Anyways, but, like... <laughs> Something like that. yeah, and you're saying, like, that's a Dr. Seuss book, and yeah, I know, but inside there was this, this map, and it wasn't that big at first, but you unfold it, you unfold again, you keep unfolding it, easily five feet long and wide. (laughs) And had direct instructions, and I followed it, like, for, like, a solid month, because there was a lot of, like, places you had to get to, like, different clues, because there was, like, a key at one point, and I finally get there. I'm super excited. I think I'm going to find the Holy Grail. I find this note, and it says, April Fools. <laughs> it wasn't even April when I it found it. It wasn't even April. It was just, like, the most stupidest thing ever. Like, I wasted so much time and so much effort on this, and it, it really sucked. Like, pranks should be funny, not, like... It,
2: not, life, not life threatening.
1: Not if it hurts others. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And, and what I got from that story was that Dr. Seuss actually found the Holy Grail, but he's just, he's hiding it for himself, you know, he's, he's secretly out there still.
1: He still probably manipulating is. writers. Like, I haven't seen Dr. Seuss recently. Like Me neither.
2: you seen him? I haven't seen him.
1: There's a good chance he's hiding in his bunker with his, like, Forever Juice, and he's. Probably. He's just living Better the life. He's like 15. Mm-hmm, exactly. He, he could be right next to you right now if you're a listener and if you are on a bus or you're at work or wherever you're listening at this just turn left that could be Dr Seuss
2: yeah you could be looking into Dr Seuss's eyes
1: mm-hmm.
2: just stare just stare until he uncomfortably confess to being
1: Dr Seuss and if that guy is also staring at you at the same way you guys have a very similar taste in podcasts and you guys should probably talk about it.
2: Mm, yeah, honestly, it's a good conversation server.
1: hmm Yeah. I do recommend, like, this show to everyone. Like, I say, I want you to tell your friends about it. Tell your mom and dad about it. Tell your right. mom and dad's friends about it, because, like, even your, your mom's friends still maybe like podcasts, even because they're older than you. It doesn't mean they don't like a good podcast.
2: Exactly. Just don't tell any kids. Mm-hmm. Just don't tell any kids. That's- if
1: you're... If you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you can make a romantic evening out of it as well. Like, get. It's
2: a fun date, night, yeah. Mhm.
1: Sit by the fire, just cuddle up with each other, and just listen to a good old podcast and, and share some laughs. Maybe yeah, have I'll some. Listen to an episode. Have some like chocolate strawberries. Just, just chow down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the most romantic evening I can imagine, Nathan.
1: <laughs> mhm. Yeah, hearing to. <laughs> I can't think of a better
2: way to spend my ten year anniversary, my wedding anniversary.
1: That's what I'm doing on my, on my honeymoon one day. I I actually want to listen to this on our first night. And Do it, honestly. Hmm. Also, I did say honeymoon before, but I did mean wedding, and and, <laughs> and I, which is kind of it. It kind of intertwines a bit, but I actually want this to be playing like, for our first dance, like, I want us to dance to the rhythm of this, because, yeah, all, like, all weddings are the same nowadays, and it, this, everyone gets to share some laughs, and it's very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to have a normal song, everybody else has the same songs, you want to be, you want to stand out, you put this on to dance to, for your wedding. And some of you, (laughs) and some of you are thinking right now, like, uh, this isn't that, there's someone who, uh, commented that this wasn't that good of a podcast, and to me, I would say, um, that was a hacker, and those hackers yeah, you know, who are typing I those, don't stuff. listen to them, because they're just, they're not good people, and if you are a hacker planning on hacking into this account, stop it.
2: Stop doing it.
1: Yeah. We don't appreciate that. That's That should hold them off. I'm pretty chill. Like, I won't call the police on you, but I will ask you to politely stop it, because that's that's just a jerk move to do.
2: Yeah, before I have to call Bill Gates on my personal phone and tell him to come and stop you.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: You don't want that to happen. He's a very angry man now.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, um, Dr. Seuss hasn't shared that. Uh... (laughs) Fountain of Wealth, with them. not <laughs> Fountain of Youth with them. Yeah, yeah clearly Dr. You, is Bill Gates welcome. found the Fountain of Wealth. <laughs> yeah, he... <yeah. laughs> already
2: yeah. found that. He's got a fountain, yeah,
1: Bill Gates has got the wealth one. Yeah. That'd be a pretty cool party to go to. Everyone, like, brings their own fountain. Like, there'd be the Fountain of Wealth, the Fountain of Youth, maybe, like, well, Fountain of Video Games, I don't know. And, like, everyone, yeah, everyone could just... Everyone can have, like, their own fountain, like a chocolate fountain, yeah, and they can just, like, everyone can, like, bring their own cups, like, right. bring your own cup party and, like, just fill up a different fountain. That could be a fun time. Yeah, I've, I've got the fountain of age, so it's like the reverse fountain of youth. Anyone mm. who drinks from it just instantly becomes
2: a senior citizen. It's, it's, it's very difficult to watch, that, but...
1: that That's pretty handy sometimes, like... I've been with yeah. you when you're, like, grocery shopping and stuff. You get a lot of discounts with that, though.
2: Honestly, I'm at a restaurant. They got something, you know, $5 discount for a senior citizen, uh, for a senior menu. I, I'll i take a sip from the Fountain of Senior and uh, just become 80 years old,
1: and there you go. Mm. And so what? It takes away, I don't know, like, 60 years off of your life? Ooh,
2: um- <laughs> <laughs> so what? It's worth it for the
1: the 299 fish and chips. Okay. Um life is short, uh you might as well enjoy it.
2: Yeah, might as well make it short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's already short.
1: And plus you you when you do that, like I imagine cuz sometimes like I like old people and stuff, but sometimes they can be a bit boring cuz they're like not in this generation, but like you'd be the you drink a cup of that, like you're that cool grandpa that everyone likes.
2: Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're Robert De Niro. Yeah,
2: you're Robert De Niro. Honestly, you know, and if you're, you know, you're walking by a nursing home and you're just thinking about, you know, making some new friends, you just take a sip in the fountain and fit right in. Nobody will ask
1: any questions. Boom. And I, I gotta ask, uh, did it ever like wear off?
2: Uh, no. It's 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 extremely
1: permanent. Mm. I, I, it is nice that it hasn't changed your voice, though. That's that's a nice fact.
2: Yeah, yeah, my vocal cords are, are still young, but uh, yeah. No, the rest of my body is rapidly aged.
1: Mm, yeah. That, yeah. But again, that yeah. has some perks tool too. Like you can ride those ramps down and stuff like that.
2: That's true. Yeah, honestly, you get the you get the little chairs that slide up and down the, the stairways,
1: yeah. mm, like from up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I did. I did give a, a famous actor
1: uh, a, a sip from the fountain. Actually, when he was just a young man. Really. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke. You know. Oh yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave him a sip from the fountain. He was just—he was like 23. He's like, "Oh, what, what shish?" And I, uh I gave him a sip. I told him it was just some regular water. And
1: boom. Ooh. He was 80 years old, and you know, he's still—he's still youthful, but on the inside. April Fool's, sucker.
2: April Fools, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweep these (laughs)
1: chimneys. Yeah, lots of celebrities find their own ways with, uh, like, youth and stuff like that. Like, I was talking to Paul Rudd, like, a few days ago, and I asked him, like, how do you still look so young? And what he said to me, like, really surprised me. Um, He sacrifices a baby goat each day (laughs) to a man named Marlin. I, All right. I don't know who Marlin is. I don't know what he has to do with youth, but right. it seems to be working. Yeah, I know. I think. Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise said he uh, he gets together on the weekends with Paul Rudd, and they sacrifice goats together. Mm. Yeah, you know, sounds
2: like a fun evening. Honestly, I mean, if if they invited me, I'd probably join them. Yeah, right.
1: Like, it, I'm. I know it sounds awful, but let's be honest. Paul Rudd and Tom Cruise come up to you, like, with their, like, come up to you, and they're like, hey, do you want to go sacrifice a goat? And I'm like, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. I, I, I couldn't find it within myself to turn that down. I mean, what an what mm-hmm. opportunity. <laughs> like, yeah, I have morals, but I also like to have fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, come on, let, let's be real here. It's Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Oh, Yeah. Maybe, like, Tom Cruise to teach you how to do a cool stunt afterwards. <laughs> like, do.
2: Yeah, after he sacrifice some, some goats.
1: Yeah. Sacrifice a goat, maybe do a few wheelies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hang off an airplane or something.
1: Yeah. Depending what he has to do on set that day. Like, yeah, I it's was. It's
2: just a normal weekend for him,
1: you know. I was with Tom Cruise when, like, he was filming a Mission Impossible movie. And. Oh, yeah. You know that. I think it was number five, where he did hang off that airplane, and he was like, hey, do you want to do this with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, one not that wreck the scene? And he was like, no, don't worry about it. And he, he grabs me this green suit, and I, I put on the green suit and get it all fitted on, and I'm actually hanging on to that airplane with Tom Cruise. Oh, really? No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, oh. No one like, no one knows about it, and it's but it's just a cool fact to know. Like, he wasn't alone. Cause, that's the thing about Tom Cruise. Everyone thinks he does these stunts alone, but really, he Tom Cruise doesn't like to be alone. I don't think anyone does.
2: Right, and, and I mean, who'd want to be alone when you're dangling off an airplane? I
1: mean, mm-hmm. that's like a life changing experience, and like, I'd want to go through that with someone else. And thankfully, Tom Cruise did choose me for that.
2: Yeah, thankfully. I mean, he was your first choice,
1: so. He was made, my it, first it, choice. It, no, yeah, sorry, that was wrong. Taylor Swift was his first choice as well, but she couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, she, just, she couldn't get to him The agent, but- the same agent. I tell I tell her all the time, because we do, like, we don't, like, chat weekly. That's way too much. We're, we're not that close of friends. But every, like, two months or so, we do chat. And it seems like that agent really is holding her down. And I tell her that right, you
2: I wonder... If- She's like being held hostage by her agent or something.
1: Mm-hmm. I said, "You're a really good singer. You're very famous. You could probably get a new one." And she says, "Nah." It, <laughs> she just said, "Nah." I I that just hmm. Yeah. It it's sad, but it, it's her choice.
2: I mean, yeah. To each, to each, their own. I I feel I feel for her, you know. She's still the queen, but
1: she is the queen. Yeah. Even yeah. even though she's was popular in like the 2000s like she's still like when that red album even came out everyone was listening to taylor Swift again
2: yeah and i'm just i'm just trying to relive the memories you know maybe say hi to taylor
1: Mm -hmm. oh i don't know if you've ever actually met taylor with me before
2: i don't think i have no no
1: next time you and taylor are both going to toronto we should like group up, because that's cool. Like, I, I don't, like, let a lot of people, like, come and meet Taylor Swift with me, because obviously everyone wants to do it. Right, so, and they have to talk to you first. Mm, or... Yeah, because, yeah. And because Taylor doesn't just want to meet a bunch of random strangers every day. So, that's Yeah, but if I ask her ahead of time, I think she'd be fine with that. She's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I, I've never met her personally, but... It sounds like she would be open to it. I mean...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. The thing is, it's all... The thing is, once you get into, like, public with her, because, like, we had our, like... We went out for coffee, like, at a public Starbucks. Right. Uh, the right. thing is, it's just... It's so interesting. It just depends what you wear. Just put on a baseball cap and sunglasses. The Boom. You're invisible. You've become like anyone else. And I think every single celebrity has realized that now.
2: Exactly. And, I mean, when you guys were at that Starbucks, I remember you told me about it. All the paparazzi swarmed in. You and Taylor Swift were at the Starbucks. And all the paparazzi swarmed in. All the windows were crowded. And they were like, and uh, Taylor was like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. They're, just ignore them. And then I remember you told her, you were like, oh, they're, not, they're not here for you, Taylor. And they were all shouting, Nathan, Nathan, can I get a picture? Can mm-hmm. I get a picture?
1: And it's so embarrassing, because I know Taylor Swift feels that all the time, and, like, just because I'm with her doesn't mean she shouldn't have a fun time, and, yeah. That,
2: exactly, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but, you know what? It happens. it happens. Yeah, it was, yeah, that happened, that it wasn't her fault, it was sort of my fault. I did tell them that, hey, I'm t- t- hanging out with Taylor Swift today, but <laughs> I... <laughs> I did tell
2: him the time and address that I was going to be there with Taylor Swift. But, mm,
1: yeah. yeah well, I still feel bad about it. I, I posted it on Instagram, but I meant to, like, put it, like, just for, like, my friend's story, like... All right. But I forgot to click that dang button, and, like, every, my, what, like, uh, one mil s- subscribers, like, just boom. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then they all just, they all came to that one Starbucks, and... Yeah, uh, what, what a slip up, but you know
1: it, it happens. Mistakes are made, but you you learn from it, you know. And again, some of you may like check my Instagram account after this to maybe follow me or something. And you may be thinking, wait, that doesn't say one million. It looks like slightly over two hundred hackers.
2: And you know, yeah, you know what I'd say. If you're seeing that on your on your device, that's just a glitch. It really is a million, but
1: uh, it yeah, it is. I I was talking to like. Not like the lead guy of Instagram, but like this the second guy. Mark
0: Zuckerberg?
1: No, no, I I sadly didn't. I I sadly didn't get to meet Mark Zuckerberg. I I met his assistant who was like, yeah. And we talked about it and he's like, yeah, there's just a lot of issues with Instagram nowadays. It doesn't happen with every account, but every so few accounts, they can have millions of subscribers, but it only shows I don't know maybe two hundred three or something like yeah, that. I mean,
2: it, yeah. It, there's actually so many accounts, but it,
1: there's more know. than you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it may look like only two hundred, but it's actually like two hundred million. It's like the Rock's Instagram. Exactly.
2: Yeah, it's just, just a little glitch, but you know. I do
1: hope they figure out how to fix it one day.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I was offered to to buy Instagram, but. Oh really. I, I um, yeah they were like Halton, we really need you to buy Instagram we need your uh, we need your creative direction and your expertise and I was like well, Instagram that's a bit that's a bit beneath me I don't think I don't think I don't think it's worth it for me
1: honestly so I declined it then I you know that's when Mark Zuckerberg bought it mm. if I'm legit, right? if I may ask how much did they offer selling it to you for
2: uh, they wanted me to buy it for something like $5 billion or something. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I could afford it. Like, uh, like It's a <laughs> bit steep,
1: everybody. but yeah, it's... I um, don't yeah. yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: But I just didn't want to deal with the hassle of all the bots and everything. You yeah, know, that's true. And-
1: that's like, it's kind of like getting a new puppy. Like, it's a lot of fun, but there's a lot of responsibility with it. And it may not be worth it in the end.
2: Exactly, so, yeah, I declined to buy Instagram, and I I took my $5 billion, and I actually, I made, I made the Morbius movie, and Mm. now I'm, I'm
1: planning a a Morbius trilogy, so I got two more Morbius movies coming out for all the, all the Morbius fans that, that are excited. Oh, no, Dalton, did you not see the reviews?
2: (laughs) Uh, The reviews, they're pretty, they're pretty out of this world, everyone seems to absolutely love the movie.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Ah, uh, no. I, I hate to tell you this. <laughs> On air, it, it,
2: it was a smash hit. Everyone loves it,
1: right? I'm sorry. What do you? Okay, okay, you know what? Let's I take it. Let's crazy. take a what break. Really take some time for you to cool off, and and we'll come back.
2: Okay, I'm absolutely heated.
1: Okay, we'll be right back in a sec. Welcome back to. No concerns given. I am here with Dalton right now, and we are going to do a segment that I hope continues throughout this show, uh, a segment called Top 10. It is a segment where we have a different category, and we both put together our own lists of our top 10 in that category. And I'm excited about this one. Um, Me and Dalton, we are both kind of like in a way like superhero nerds and we know a lot yeah. about that stuff and so we decided to put together our list of our top 10 super villains ever in like comics and just all across of all entertainment and yeah we actually got some pretty I gave Dalton pretty short notice on this and I gave my I didn't work on this pretty soon, so I might really regret some of my choices, but we'll see what happens. So, yeah, so we'll just start off with our top ten. Dalton, how are read, you going to go are first? We gonna read, are we going to read down our top ten, or are we going to each list off our tens, and then compare, and then our nines? Yeah, we're going to... Stay, no, okay. like, our 10, and then compare, then go to 9, and, like, yeah, we'll have, like, some room for discussion about, like, oh, my goodness, that's so good, or, like, are you kidding no. me? Yes.
2: <laughs> are you serious?
1: You have someone on there? I don't know. I couldn't think of a good example. <laughs> All
2: right. I can't believe you have, I can't believe you had him on there.
1: I can't believe you had,
2: um... I can't believe you had Jeff Bezos on there. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let's start. I'll I'll let you lead the way. Oh, I'll start? Okay. Oh, you're
2: the host now. (laughs) Yeah,
1: since I was the host, I was going to say you start. Um. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. So I have my uh,
2: top ten villains that I just came up with off the top of my head here from all sorts of media. And uh, so at number ten, in my tenth slot, this is actually really close, but in my tenth I have uh,
1: Ultron. Ultron is number ten? Yeah, he's my number 10. Mm. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, I, I really, I don't know, I really like the way, how uh, menacing, like, uh, I don't know, I guess, I mean, he's AI, so he's completely heartless. It's something mm-hmm. I really like about him. And also, he's created by Iron Man, so it's like, exactly. it's kind of like Iron Man's inner demons, which is cool. Pretty
2: much, it's like all the worst parts of, of Iron Man put together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good pick. This. What
2: do you got for your 10th?
1: This one, you actually may not know. I know because I'm an, a huge nerd, but okay. um, he's actually from Star Wars, is Thrawn?
2: Thrawn?
1: Yeah. He is probably one of the most underrated Star Wars villains of all time. And he is in a novel, like a Thrawn novel that was released pretty. Not it's not like super old, but it's not like super new either. In but, a Legends comic? Hmm?
2: Was it in, a, like, a Star Wars Legends?
1: No, no, it was, I think he was in comics, and I think he's even in Star Wars Rebels, but, like, n- he's misrepresented in Rebels, but oh, he okay. is so cool, and he's, like, this bad guy, but he's, like, a super, like, strategical, and, like, I think in the third novel, like, he destroyed he's like, an uh, entire, like, army with even being on the ship that they were using like he's he's really cool Mm -hmm. yeah I've heard of
2: I've heard of front a a bit here and there all I really knew about him wasn't he like a commander or or something
1: yeah grand admiral like also in the first book he starts off being like an absolute nobody and then he rises through the ranks and like just a short like few years and yeah he he's cool
2: Okay. All right. Yeah, fair. Fair pick. I I respect it. Okay. Number nine. All right. For my number nine, I had uh, I had Voldemort.
1: Voldemort. As my number nine. Wait. Yeah. Is it Voldemort or Voldemort?
2: Vol- Voldemort. I think it's like with a T at the end. Mort.
1: Is it okay? I is I, it? I, I I I honestly I don't know. I, I haven't actually seen Harry Potter.
2: You haven't seen Harry Potter. Nope. There's no way. Nah,
1: you're lying. No, I'm, I'm serious. What? hmm. Yeah. You never. Nah. I should one day. <laughs> You've never watched through Harry Potter? I'm serious. Yeah, 100%. Whoa. That kind of blows my mind, to be honest, Napo. <laughs> I went to a Hollywood. Uh, is it Hollywood Studios? Yeah. Like, no, Universal Studios. And they have that, like, new Harry Potter land there now. And, like, there's, like, just a bunch of, like, people, like, geeking off, like, whoa, this is so cool. It meant nothing to me. I was so confused. Yeah. Whoa, okay. (laughs) I had no idea. That's kind of (laughs) mind-blowing. Yeah, I should watch it eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I would say, well, personally, my favorite thing about Voldemort is, obviously, he's Harry Potter's biggest enemy, but he's so ominous throughout the Harry Potter universe, even, like, through the movies, like... Mm like no
1: one speaks his name it's all kind of legends and tales he lives in the shadows no one knows who he is or like or you know that reminds me of someone else that i'm adding to my honorable mentions right now
2: oh yeah he's a good one yeah it's probably my favorite thing is like basically how much like how much he's shrouded in mystery you know Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and then he turns out to be like this you know ruthless dark lord, killer, and it's, it's just really cool. I really like him.
1: Sounds cool. So far, we've named characters. The only characters that we've mentioned so far that both of us knew are uh, Ultron. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I knew, I've heard of Thrawn a, a bit, but I'm not too deep into the, the Thrawn lore. Okay. My next one is a Batman villain. Uh, my okay. number nine is Rajal Ghul. Ooh, From okay. Batman, I it. He's, especially in the comics, like, he was, like, was it Liam Neeson? Yeah, Liam Neeson did a pretty good job, like, in the movie. Yeah. But, like, in the comics, he's, like, so cool, and he's, like, almost unstoppable. And it challenges Batman in a lot of ways, because Batman has, like, that rule, like, he cannot kill. But right. every time when Rajal Gould like, dies anyways, like, he... We talked about the Fountain of Youth later, earlier. He found it. so he's got it. He keeps coming back, so, like, it's this thing where, like, Batman's, like, is... Like, should I be able to kill him? Like, because it doesn't matter anyways, but he's still, like, it... It conflicts his morality, which is really cool. And plus, he's, like, the world's most, like, dangerous, like... Not assassin, because that's dead Shot, but, like... Right, right, He's, like, one of the greatest killers in all of the DC universe, which is really cool.
2: That's true, yeah. That's actually a really good pick for number nine. I was really close to putting him on my uh, on my honorable mentions, but didn't mm. quite make it.
1: Okay. But, yeah, that, that's a really good pick, yeah. I fully, uh, fully agree. Number eight. Alright, for number eight, and, uh... In lieu of the new movie coming out this July, I have uh, Gore, the God Butcher, Ooh. as my number eight, and he is such a cold character. Like in the comics, it took three Thors just to to mm-hmm. take him down. And he's just he he's the God Butcher. like he kills gods. He's so terrifying and like overpowered. It's really uh, he's really scary and it's really cool. And now with Christian Bale gonna gonna be playing him. Oh, oh I'm so perfect. excited. Yeah. That's so nice. And plus, Tayaki Watiti, he was even saying how, like, he thinks that he's going to be the best villain in the entire Marvel universe. Yeah, and uh, from that's most. It. When lots of directors can say stuff like that, and mm. that kind of just rolls off me usually, but Taiki Watiti, he's an amazing director, and, like, I love yeah. his stuff. Like, he could very much be right. It, it's exactly. exciting. And he's
2: been a part of Marvel for a while now, so. Mm hmm. Yeah, that that would be my
1: number eight pick. Such a such a good villain. Okay, my number your eight. my number eight. Not a superhero villain, but he is in a way a super villain. I picked Davy Jones from Pirates of the C- Caribbean. He is okay, yeah. He is so iconic, like as yeah. like the f- like part like octopus part like pirate. Like it's like this ultimate like combo and it's so cool and he like controls the kraken and he has like like his army of like of i don't know if they're are they undead like i know yeah they're yeah they're like trapped souls mm -hmm, yeah but it's like just the coolest thing and i think he's the best villain in like the pirates of the caribbean movies and yeah i fully agree you know what He's so I, yeah, good. I was gonna put him on my list too, but yeah, that's, Really? that's a really good one. mm Hmm. Yeah, he's great. He's so scary too. Oh yeah.
2: Like just seeing his ship rise out of the water. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, and he just terrible. can come out of nowhere, and it's like, yeah, it's it's so dope. Yeah, and the whole controls the kraken thing. Oh, mm-hmm. Absolutely terrifying. And like it's the release the kraken. Oh. And it's so iconic, like lots of. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean characters, like, villains, you can, like, say to people, they might not know anyone about them if they haven't seen the movies, but right. you can mention Davy Jones to any of them, and they'd probably have, a, like, a somewhat idea of who he is, I'd say. Exactly, and
2: even if you haven't seen the Pirates movie, like, most people know who Davy Jones is, like, you know, the Davy Jones' lockers, where the dead sailors go and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a great pick. Thank you. There hasn't been much controversy. See ya. Yeah, not,
2: not yet. Not yet.
1: Not was, yet. Okay. Alright, so for my number seven, I got, uh, I have the Reverse Splash. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my seven.
2: goodness. Seven. Yeah. Yours? He is. Uh, my favorite thing about the Reverse Splash, he's just a straight up antagonist. Completely hates Barry Allen. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, he just wants to ruin his life, you know, kill him or, or whatever. And he's like, he's like faster than the flash Mm and it's like it's just so cool to see like two speedsters going at it
1: yeah force running through time and stuff and they're so powerful and it's not like a a superman powerful where they're like absolutely like invincible yeah they're not overpowered but they're still like super powerful forces that just clash together and yeah they both like have like travels like through fights through like different like times and stuff like that like that yeah. is so cool yeah that's probably my favorite part is that he'll like go back in time
2: just to mess with like barry allen as a as a child or like try to kill him and stuff Mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's so scary that just to know that you're never safe from the reverse flash
1: like he could come at any time anywhere you said that and i immediately regretted not having him on my list
2: <laughs> oh yeah reverse flash uh, yeah, so that's my number seven
1: pick. Who do you have? I have a guy named Loki.
2: Oh, okay. All right, all right.
1: Loki, the thing is, he's not the most powerful, like, supervillain at all. But I think th- that's super cool, because his, his like, arch enemy is Thor. And ex- yep. it's, I think it, they explore this more in the comics, but these are, like, two brothers. And... It's so cool like cuz Loki isn't that powerful but he like does so much stuff like he almost takes over like earth and Exactly He is like super like cool he's like sophisticated he's a trickster like he's oh, yeah. like backstabbing and like Kennedy Stone in
0: his scepter Mhm
1: yeah he's He is probably like one of my favorite top 10
2: yeah, I, 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 I kind of yeah. That's a really good one. Honestly, my favorite thing about him is probably the whole trickster aspect. Like mm-hmm. you never know what his true intentions are.
1: Yeah, like he's such a wild card. Like you don't know yeah. what's going to happen.
2: Honestly, yeah. Anything could happen with Loki. We have no idea. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That's a, that's actually a really good one.
1: Okay, and that was our seventh. Seven is it yeah so in number six
2: alright so on to my number six now this one's kind of a little bit of a you know a hot hot take okay but my number six would be The Thinker Uh, Hmm. just just because uh, I don't know I just I don't know I don't know why but something so attractive about the way he master manipulates everything kind of like, with a lot of other villains, but he's just, I don't know, it feels like he's got everything planned out and you almost can't beat him because he's just, well, in the comics he takes on a lot of forms, but he's pretty much just, like, a, a very smart, intelligent
1: man and he can manipulate any, like, hero or villain into doing his bidding. It's just really cool to me. That's interesting.
2: Personally, what do you think?
1: I, I don't know. I, I think there's villains who can do that in a more cooler way no offense oh i agree yeah i got i
2: got one on my list then. i got a few on
1: my list like someone who isn't on my list but uh from the batman uh not the batman the new movie <laughs> but like the mad hatter like oh yeah he is this guy who's like just gets normal people and he can like hypnotize them and like he and the cool thing about him is because hypnotism you'd can't make them do something they don't truly want to do. So it makes it like really dark. Like That's true, yeah. In the God really cool. In the Gotham uh, thing. Like he like can like make people like commit like suicide and stuff and like just like bunch of like stuff like that. That's just crazy. But yeah, he's not in my top ten, but good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's probably my only uh, hot take. That's probably my only wild
2: card on my list. Okay. But yeah, I just uh, felt like throwing him in there. Who's your number uh your number 6?
1: I'm hmm I may have messed up. I think I may have added a in there. Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> yeah, I'll probably have one more. Uh That's
2: all right.
1: Thrawn's an honorable mention now. Uh Green Lantern yeah. Green Lantern. Not, not Green Lantern. My goodness, sorry. No. I was gonna say, um, wow, what a, what a villain. Yeah, that's a real hot take, right there. A <laughs> yeah. uh, Green Goblin, I meant.
2: Oh, at number six.
1: Yeah, I. Oh. He is so cool, and like again, he's kind of like a wild card. Like he's like a tormented soul, and yeah. he. I think, I think Venom is maybe Spider Man's most iconic villain. But I think Green Goblin is a close one, like I agree. one of his most iconic villains ever, and he is yeah, it's so cool, and he's like super like smart and stuff, and that's true. Unlike, I mean, Spider mans smart as well, but like both Spider Man and Green Goblin are like both people who are like super smart and like in a way like made their own powers happen, like it wasn't by like a, it wasn't by like a mistake or was like given the powers like. It was something that they both kind of made happen. I mean, Peter Parker accidentally got bitten by the spider, but like, it was him who, like, made the suit and, like, the web shooters and all that stuff.
2: That's true, honestly, yeah. And
1: mm-hmm. if you
2: think about it, I mean, Green Goblin technically made Spider Man, if,
1: if you're thinking about Oscorp. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I fully agree.
2: I absolutely love Green Goblin.
1: Plus, I think he's terrifying. Plus, him in the new, uh,. The new Spider-Man movie with all, like... Oh, the No Way Home movie? Yeah, he is so good. And, like... So good. It... it, I bet, like, it would be so easy for, like, not to have, like, a main bad guy, since there's, like, five other ones with them. Right. And, because... And they're all, like, really cool bad guys. But, like, the way that they do it and the way how Green Goblin is, and I forget the actor who played them, which I'm really mad at.
2: Willem Dafoe? <laughs> yes.
1: I feel super bad for not knowing that. And he does such a good job, like, doing it right. He's amazing. He right.
2: And, he's only, and he's 66.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, he's he's terrific. Yeah. He, he's really amazing. I mean, the whole movie, he could be the only antagonist in that movie, and I'd probably still love it just as much. Oh, yeah. If all the Spider-Man versus Green Goblin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's a good one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Green
2: Goblin's a great pick.
1: Okay, um, that was number five, right? That was that was number six. That was number six. Okay. Yeah. So my number
2: five, cause I, I got it all here. My number five on my list. Uh, would be Thanos.
1: Thanos. Okay. Yeah, he's my
2: number five. You know, kind of the mad Titan. He's uh, I love the part. I, I my favorite thing about Thanos is that he's evil, but he's not just evil for the sake of being evil. Like he's mm-hmm. got.
1: He has good he intentions. He
2: thinks he's doing something right, right? So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a perspective, like it's all twisted. Because he thinks he's saving the universe, but there's people that, you know, well, people think he's a monster or whatnot. And he's just so terrifying. Like, we saw him just
1: absolutely one-on-one, the Hulk, just with no stones. Yeah. And he just took the Hulk on. And then he literally snapped away half the universe, collecting mm-hmm. all. The, like he wielded the power
0: of... The whole universe,
1: and he actually won, which is something yep. that most supervillains actually never do. Like that's true. That is like such a cool thing that happens.
2: Yeah, he Yeah, it's it's probably. I think that's one the, the, one of the reasons I love Infinity War so much.
1: I think that's the first time in like superhero history, like in the movies, where that yeah, the, actually the happened. Where the supervillain when the Supervillain won.
2: Honestly, yeah.
1: Well, like, with the supervillain, like... I actually, could be wrong, but... Well, there's,
2: there's times where, like, the supervillain, they 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 were
1: they lost, but, like, what they did still happened. Mm-hmm. But, yeah,
2: I think that's the first time where the villain, or where the villain literally just, just won. He beat the Avengers.
1: Yeah. So...
2: Yeah.
1: Earth's mightiest heroes.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I absolutely love Thanos, and his calm demeanor, it's so cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right.
2: Who's your number five
1: pick? It's something. It's someone that you mentioned before, Ultron. F- oh. For all okay, the same okay. reason, I put him more up in the list. I think he is so cool, and it kind of sucks because like not a lot of people give the movie Avengers: Age of Ultron enough credit. I believe.
2: Exactly.
1: Like, yep. even even me when I first watched it, cause I was expecting, cause like I loved the Avengers when it first came out, cause it was so cool, and s- nothing happened like that in like cinematic history before. And right. but I watched it again, then I watched it again and I was like, this is so cool like exactly. It's like it's Iron man's like evil demons created in a robot that's taking over the world and he makes more robots of him. He's like super powerful and like yeah super, to the internet. super smart and like yeah, he's so dope.
2: And yeah, I forget I forget the voice actor they, they did for him. I, oh, I I his his name's on the edge, edge of my my memory, but yeah, he did an amazing job portraying like his voice. It's just so terrifying and and poetic. I really like it. Mhm. It's really cool to see. Yeah, Ultron, Yeah. He's awesome.
1: Agreed. Okay. That's a great pick. Number 4. All right. So for me,
2: number 4 is uh The Green Goblin. Mhm. Uh, we already went oh, pretty much over the reasons, but yeah, for me, I don't think he would be this high on my list if it wasn't for uh, the No Way Home movie. But man, Willem Dafoe just really sold it to me. Like, oh, definitely! What, what a menace! Like, what a crazy, terrifying! Like, he's just so terrifying. It's one of the things I love about him, and he just doesn't hold back against Spider Man, and he wants
1: Spider Man to like kill. Like, he wants to turn Mm Spider-Man. He doesn't just hate Spider-Man. It's probably one of my favorite things. Yeah, he's just, like, someone who, like, craves, like, chaos more. Exactly, yeah. Yeah.
2: He just, he craves, like, yeah, he wants, he just wants evil, like you know, intentions.
1: There's two ways of doing, like, a villain like that. Like, there's a way that you can do it where they're, like, just the stereotypical, I'm evil and want to take over the world, and they, like, have no other intention than that, which is super boring. Right. Or you can somehow do it in a way that that's what they like cra- crave and like it's a thin line but it can make a character like so like bad and so plain or so good right and, and even like in the first spider-man like
2: god like the Green goblin had an opportunity to just kill spider-man right there or like reveal his identity mm-hmm. But he didn't. He he just offered him to join him, and then even in the new way, the new uh, No Way Home movie, he's like, you know, encouraging him to
1: you know kill him or, or uh, you know, yeah. he's encouraging him to turn evil,
2: and it's so perfect. I love it. Same. Absolutely love Green Goblin.
1: Okay, number four. I. Yeah. I'm happy with my pick here. All right. Um, Red Hood. Oh, Red Hood, okay, okay. He is so cool, like, for, he, it's, he hasn't been done in a movie yet, which is too bad, but if they do do it in a movie, they better do it right, cause, and not rush it, but it's so cool, because he is, for people who haven't heard of him before, he was one of Batman's Robins, but the Joker took him and, like, tortured him and stuff, and actually kills Robin. Depends which version you read. Um, right. then later he gets resurrected by Rajal Gool's pool of eternity or whatever, and he comes back as, like, this, and it's such a cool concept, especially, like, when he, like, fights Batman, because, like, he, it's revenge for Batman, it's, like, uh, Jason Todd, not Jason Todd, my goodness, Jason... <laughs> Is like that's who Red Hood is, and he is like Batman's like mistake. Like that's like what he Batman regrets within his entire life is this person, and then he comes against Batman, and oh, it's just so it's so cool. He has all the skills of Batman. He's like an anti Batman, but like in a different way. And right. It, I love how connected he is. The rest of Batman's villains, like being mm-hmm.
2: tortured by the Joker, revived by Ra's Al Ghul.
1: Yeah, he, he's like a mix of everything that Batman is wrong for.
2: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? That's a good pick.
1: Okay. You're yeah number four. Uh, yeah, I fully agree, and he's just so like, I, 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 I don't know any other words to describe him except for like badass. You know. Oh, he is like he. Yeah. Like, he, like, just comes in with, like, guns and stuff. Like, he's... oh, he's so... He's so cool.
2: Like, he'll do whatever. His crowbar, guns... Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter.
1: And, yeah, some can argue that he's also an anti-hero, but for... At least for the beginning part, he was very much a villain. And, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I respect that on your list. Alright. Okay. Okay, so before the top three uh we'll do our
1: uh, honorable mentions so uh on our list for the people listening we each did uh three honorable mentions yes i actually uh, added a fourth one we talked <laughs> well i guess yeah i guess because i was because you reminded me of someone and <laughs> yeah
2: all right so for are we
1: going to compare each one or am I, we're going to list all three um let's go back and forth. But we're let's not take too much. We can give like a brief description, but let's not get too into it.
2: Alright, so for my uh for my honorable mentions, I have uh for my first one I got Mega Mind.
1: Mega Mind?
2: That's right, Mega Mind. Mmm. Yep, I absolutely love Mega Mind. Villain. He's a villain, but only because he that's all he knows. If he knew how to be good, he would be good, but uh I just what an underrated movie, uh, Megamind is. It like, is. He's such a, That's such he's such a great villain because he just like he wants the comic
1: comic book bad guy versus good guy. He wants to be the bad guy. That's such a unique take on it. Hmm.
2: Yeah, love Megamind. Who do you got for your uh, honorable mention?
1: Uh, I have Phoenix from the X Men comics, Jean Grey. Oh, okay. Yeah, she starts as a hero, but like is like it's torn away from, like, power and stuff, and she's, like, in the movies they do her very wrong both times, but she is, like, a really cool villain, and is one of the X-Men's, like, main villains, and it's kind of, like, a revenge story, because, like, they're, like, trying, it's a cool concept that they're trying to save this person, but, like, she's at this point where she can no longer be saved or turned back, and, yeah, it's, if it's done yeah. right, it's good. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's honestly pretty good, especially considering, like, how, how they really give the, the X-Men a run for their money, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. But,
2: all right. So for my uh, second honorable mention, I got uh, Batman villain here. We got Bane. Bane? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on. so I kind of swapped Rosalind for Bane because I, I like the way that he's...
1: Like, he pretty much overpowers Batman like hand to hand almost like like 9 times out of 10 yeah and he like in the comics he's
2: actually super like smart and like, yeah. he's a planner and he's got everything he's always
1: he's always you know mm-hmm.
2: ahead of batman so it's i really like Bane.
1: lots of times nowadays when batman goes up against bane like especially in, like the cartoons bane is like super like dumb and i know which and it really so sucks weird. i don't like it yeah because like I mean, he does eventually get dumb in the comics, but that's because, like, he was, consumes, like, so much of that energy. Like, he's, like, really smart, and, like, it slowly, like, like, decays his mind over time. Yeah. But he's, like, such a cool villain, especially at the beginning. But, yeah.
2: Exactly. I love Bane so much.
1: Okay. Honorable mention for me. U.S. agent. The evil Captain America. They did not do him right in Uh the... They did not do him right in the show, but, like, what happens in the comics, instead of, like, he... When he's first introduced, like, he's introduced as a good guy, but he's secretly a bad guy. Like... Right, yeah. In, like, the show, like, the live-action Falcon mm-hmm. and Winter Soldier, he starts off good, and then he kind of turns bad, and then he turns good again. Yeah, he's kind of like the anti-hero character. And mm-hmm. the comic... In the comics, though, he starts off bad but he pretends to be good for like the crowd and like mm. let he's like pretends to be like like justice and like what captain america stands for but in reality he was the opposite which is so cool and why was one of the reasons i was really mad at the live action version yeah, that and, it made.
2: and john walker you know he doesn't really have the same morals that captain america has you know mm-hmm. he's pretty ruthless
1: yeah okay yeah that, that's a pretty good pick honestly yeah that, that's pretty good third honorable mention
2: alright so my my third and final honorable mention uh shout out to Grayson uh if, he, if he's listening to this but uh so I got Tai Lung on here from Kung Fu Panda <laughs> yes sir and you know what you, you know what I'm sticking with it he's such a good villain I love him pure anger he absolutely wipes the furious Five. Why? like chief who can't beat him He's got the flaming paws, breaks out of the prison and everything.
1: With just, like, it was, like, aw, oh, it was, like, a f- feather or something like that. Yeah, it was just a feather from a, like, that
2: fell out of, like, a goose guard or, or whatever.
1: Yeah, I think, like, the messenger that, like, that sent the message, the message, the feather from that goose got him out of, like, every chain, and he, like, destroys the entire prison. Like, yeah,
2: he doesn't leave anyone alive except for that that same messenger.
1: That is actually super dope, like... Right, and he's so strong and so scary, he's so cool. Like, I absolutely love him. That's really cool. I, I wish He's I, just pure vengeance. I didn't... He didn't even cross my mind, but that's really cool. Yeah,
2: I, I like him. My uh, right, third and final honorable mention, Nathan.
1: You know, I'm gonna... Yeah, I have four, but I'm gonna cross one off. I just did the best one here. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, Kingpin. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. He, When you said, uh, Voldemort, Voldemort, and started describing I was like, wait a minute. That's, because, like, he is so cool, and, like, he doesn't have any, like, superpowers or anything like that. But he's one of the coolest villains in, like, Marvel. He... That's true, honestly. Like, especially in, like, the Deadpool... Not Deadpool. Oh my gosh. Daredevil (laughs) Universe. (laughs) Like, people would rather, like, kill them sells over than telling, like, Kingpin's actual, like, identity to Daredevil, and that is just, like, just pure fear from everyone, like, that's true, honestly, his fear, and he has, and something I respect is, like, no powers, like, lots of, like, villains and stuff, they're respected because they have powers, but he's just, he's just evil, like, he killed his dad when he was, like, eight or something like that, and just, like, yeah. yeah, And he, another thing I love about him is how he like came from the
2: from the very bottom, and now he like runs half the city, he owns like half the police force, and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah,
1: he's, he's kind just of amazing. He's kind of like the penguin in that way. Who is not on my list, but he's pretty cool. Uh,
2: yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, kingpin. That's a great pick. Vanessa. There's a white boy busting it down. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, that that's a good pick. That's a good pick.
1: Okay. All right. Should we get into the top three? Let's do it. All right. So for out of my top three here, my third, my third pick is uh, the Joker. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. M mm-hmm.
2: and villain, pretty much. Um, my favorite thing about the Joker, especially in the Dark Knight, which is one of my favorite movies ever, or Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah. Is, uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises Bane, but in the Dark Knight, favorite thing about, like, Keith Ledger, rest in peace, but he absolutely, he did an amazing job with the Joker. He really and did. I love it, because he's, yeah, like, he's just an insane, right? He's insane, but, like, calculated, like, mm-hmm. he has no morals.
1: And no, he doesn't like, have, he doesn't hold back. He doesn't have any powers, and. No powers, just a guy. He's, like, the most iconic Batman villain of all time as well.
2: Exactly, and he's just so maniacal and, and evil, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of got that same trope to him where, like, as Green Goblin does, where he tries to get Batman to break his one rule and kill him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his whole goal. is, And he doesn't care about money, he doesn't care about power, he just cares about, you know, either exposing Batman, you know, at, or, or trying to get to him enough that Batman turns evil in front of the world. Because he doesn't want to kill Batman, he just wants... Wants Batman to kill him, and then the
1: world would see him as, you know, what the Joker turned him into. Yeah,
2: which is something I really love about the Joker. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. So, what about your number three?
1: Top three, I, I'm, I'm. St- <laughs> I mentioned to you before that I accidentally put 11 villains on here, which kind of sucks because, <laughs> like, these are my top four villains, so I'm just going to... Well, keep... you can just li- yeah, you can list it as another honorable mention right now. But I, that's the thing. They're, like, on my top three on my list. Like, they don't deserve to be an honorable mention. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Okay, I'm... You know, I'm just going to quickly mention him. One of... What was going to be my number three. I'm going to say, Jay, they just shared this position. Um, yeah. you already touched on one of this, so I'm not gonna get too deep into it was Thanos. Cause mm. he was so good. He's the only person who beat the Avengers and in yeah. a way he is he's doing what he thinks is right. Like he's a hero in his own eyes, and exactly. it's just so cool. And the next person I have is Magneto. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. I was gonna I was thinking about him too. He is so dope. I loved how they portrayed him in like the, in the newer movies, like in the Days of Future Past, like, in the prequel yeah. movies, back right. through does right. him is does it so good and it's, so. Cool and he is like super powerful, but it's like not yeah. in a way that it's like. Way too, o- in a way it's he's like super extremely powerful. Exactly, right. and he's got like, and he's so well, he's so calm and everything, which, mm-hmm. honestly, makes him more scary. Mm-hmm. And it's... And you can, yeah. It, yeah, you can kind of see how he would become a, a villain, you know, if if you were to grow up the way he did and then discover that he had his abilities, you know? He had such a great, like, origin story as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. His character is, like, developed so well. It wasn't, like, something that was just, like, rushed through. Like, he was, like, like you can understand why he is the way he is and right. he is really cool and like the X-Men's probably greatest foe and yeah honestly and yeah i i love the actor who how he was portrayed in the new movies and he is definitely in my top 3 i would say he's so good
2: yeah that's that's a fair point honestly magneto is he's he's one of the most iconic Villains, not just for the x member, for all of Marvel, like mm-hmm. him and, like, Doctor Doom and stuff like
1: that. And it's such a unique villain as well to, like, control metal because, like, when someone says, like, overpowered, they think, like, Superman and, like, stuff like that. they just like, literally has all the powers. But yeah. controlling metal is, like, so, like, different. But yeah. you, when you, like, take time to think upon it, it's so powerful, because that's, like, something everyone has around them, like...
2: Exactly, and it's something that can, like, cause insane amounts of damage in a short time. And another thing I like about him is how he's, like, vulnerable
1: to the same things that people are, like, if you mm-hmm. were if you were to, like,
2: stab him, he would die, he's got old age, he's got to eat, you know what?
1: Oh, like, yeah. He's vulnerable, I, but he, like, but he's so cool that he just does stuff. And, yeah, it's cool because yeah, okay. another thing I like about him is that because when people go after him, like, when, like, normal humans, they the first thing they grab is, like, their guns. But the yep. art he turns, like, normal people's greatest strengths into their weaknesses.
2: That's true, yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he really kind of shows how much, how, like, uh, pitiful, I
1: guess, a regular human's effort is against him. Mm-hmm. And, like, he can, like, use, like, just a regular quarter and, like, kill, like, hundreds of people with it. Just exactly. so dope. Yeah, that's my top three. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> All right,
2: yeah, that's a good pick. Top three. That's that was your third. That's,
1: well, oh, I guess, yeah, your third would be Thanos and him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They, they share. Uh, yeah, oh. That's fair, that's fair. Okay, number two. All right, for my number two on my top ten villain list... I
2: have Emperor Palpatine, mm. the Phantom menace himself. I absolutely adore Palpatine.
1: You do have a poster of him in your room, right?
2: Palpatine? No, I don't. I don't.
1: But I'm gonna. I'm gonna get one. Just I'm a, a life size replica of Palpatine in your room.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna get a full six foot statue of Palpatine. Um, but yeah, I uh, my favorite thing about him he's just like, you know, it's kind of the same thing you touched on when you were talking about um, uh, John Walker trying to appear good, even though he's got such evil intentions. Because for years he hid the fact that he was a Sith, mm. the Sith Lord from the Jedi, from from the Senate, from the Council, from everything. He hid the fact that he was a. Lord, he was such. He had such a calm demeanor. He had such a, you know, tragic past. And he was so powerful. And he's so powerful, like in the force and everything. And he's pure evil. And my favorite thing about him is how, like, he's such a master manipulator. Like he's had everything planned out for decades ahead of him. Like decades. Like everything. Like, yeah. It's just I could I could probably talk about Justin alone for hours. I, I don't know.
1: I I truly am, admire how he basically one man. Kind of took down the whole system. In, yeah, and took over
2: like the whole galaxy basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. I my I'm a number two pick.
1: My number two is kind of on the same note. Darth yeah. Vader. Okay, okay, number two. Mm-hmm. And right. the reason I did that was I think he's so iconic as evil. Like Mm -hmm. he's the icon of evil, like, he's, like, a giant, like, robot, like, cyborg with a red lightsaber, and, like, he's, like, scary, he can, like, just force choke people, he's, like, he is, like, the face of, like, he is the face of evil, and I think that's really cool about him, plus, they have that connection, like, he's Luke's father, and, Mm -hmm. which is, like, Nice way to bring, like, two worlds together, I guess. Yeah, light and dark. And and he has a cool backstory as well with, like, Anakin. Like, he starts off, like, as a good guy. But, like, he gets consumed by rage. And, like, that he just becomes this machine of, like, that just kills and does what he wants for what he wants. Yeah, that Yeah, he's so... Yeah, he's so, like, terrifying
2: and, and powerful. It's so amazing to see him on screen, or even in the comics, because you just know, like, you can imagine, like, anytime you just see
1: a picture of him, you can imagine the breathing, you can imagine, like, the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Okay. And
2: James Earl Jones is perfect as his voice.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: Yeah. That's a great number two.
1: Thank you. All right, <laughs> All right so. N- number no. My
2: number one pick for my top ten villains of all time would be uh, Darth Vader
1: as my number one. No wonder and yours so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So pretty much on the same note, he is just the pure embodiment of fear and evil. Mm. And I absolutely love his backstory as Anakin Skywalker, like the mo- like the chosen one. Yeah. Right and teetering
2: on the edge of light and dark. He doesn't, you know, because the Jedi, the Jedi Council has become lost, lost in their ways, and mm-hmm. and
1: the seductiveness of the dark side, trying to, because he doesn't care about the Jedi, he doesn't care about the Sith, he just cares about saving his wife, right? And something that you added that I really like, that I forgot, that I didn't like, talk about before, is that he was, like, the chosen one. The one exactly. who was, like, I don't think that's done, like, in many things, where the chosen one is the becomes the bad guy like usually it's like this uh little boy who's told he's the chosen one and he's like good heart and good will and like he does defeat the big bad guy at the end but he becomes the bad guy which is so cool
2: yeah and i love how he becomes like the most powerful sith and like teetering on the edge of light and dark and he just he just wants to say what he cares about and the jedi won't let him and the sith offer like a way a way for him to save what he loves but mm-hmm. in the end he loses it all and becomes this broken soul full of nothing but rage yeah and anger and and his whole life was never really his life like even when
1: he was a young boy everything has been manipulated by palpatine yeah like all his actions it's been decades leading up to him becoming darth vader it was all a plan and he like you know like the most powerful force force user like he is the chosen one, and he does bring balance to the force, right? By destroying the fifth, but just not in and the way that you expect. Like, that well, everyone would think. Actually, no, you would expect it because you see the prequels. I mean, the, the originals first. Well, but, yeah, that, I mean, yeah. But, like, you know, in the overall story, like, in the, the story, overall story, yeah. You expect, yeah, you would expect the chosen one to become the good guy and take down the bad guy, but not for decades, you know. Mm-hmm. create
2: the empire and cause so much destruction and pain and death before finally fulfilling the prophecy, right? Yeah. So yeah, he's just so iconic. He's pro- He's got to be my number one.
1: I love it. I'm not going to argue. He's my number two. All right.
2: <laughs> Who's your number one there, Nathan?
1: I... I think he was your number three. Uh The Joker. Okay. Was that your number yeah, three? Okay. Fair enough. That's...
2: The Joker? Yeah. Yeah, that's a
1: a pretty good pick, honestly. He is the most... Like, kind of like Darth Vader. He's, like, one of the most iconic villains of all time. That's true, yeah. And he isn't, like, evil. Like, in a way, he doesn't have a purpose, but... Yeah. For being evil. Like, and he's, like, a wild card. He does what he does. He's, like... Even though he has no powers, he has the highest kill count in all of DC.
2: That's true, yeah. He's, he's truly insane.
1: He is truly insane. Like, he, like, poisons cotton candy. He doesn't, like, he just does stuff. <laughs> poisons cotton candy, yeah. He just does stuff. Have you ever seen the animated show, uh, The Dark Knight Returns Part 2? Um, I
2: might have seen, I might have caught an episode or two, but I haven't, like,
1: sat through it highly recommend and that show it's one of the best that like shows joker and like and that thing he actually even gets batman to kill him and it is it is so horrifying because he's laughing while batman kills him because he's actually happy that he's winning right he did it even like he doesn't even care like about his own life he just in a way he did win and, and truly, like, he exists, he truly thinks his whole existence is
2: purposely, like, to, to make, to turn Batman, mm-hmm. you
1: know? And he, everything is, like, a game to him, in a way, like, and I yeah. think that's one of the things that are super cool about him, like, and he does stuff, like, Batman, like, Batman's doing things to, like, save the city, and because, like, he wants to, like, change the city, but, like, the Joker is, like, almost everything he stands against, And, like, it's all just a game to the Joker. Like, everything he does is just, like, Batman is, like, a plaything for the Joker. And, like, even if Batman, like, wins, in a way, the Joker wins as well. And it tests Batman's morality in a way that I don't think any other supervillain has because Batman is always conflicted on whether or not he should kill him because he always manages to get out and he exactly. always manages to do the same thing and he can never change
2: yeah and, uh, another thing i love about that is that this, they both know the solution is so simple but yet so complicated at the same time mm-hmm. yeah it's I the solution is just kill the joker but then then that would be the fall of the batman you know
1: yeah and yeah it's, that's that's it's my beautiful. number one it's really perfect honestly mm-hmm. it's It's even more iconic than Batman and Robin is Batman and the Joker.
2: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah, when you think of Batman, you think of the Joker.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, that was the end of our lists.
2: Of our lists, yeah. I don't really have anything that I really crazy disagree with you with, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was just interesting because we had different points that we haven't thought of before. And exactly. Mm-hmm. New
2: perspectives on, t- on topics.
1: So, yeah, this episode has also been going on for longer than I thought this was yeah. going to go. This is why we do first episodes.
2: Hey, this is a, well thing. Yeah, it a perfect first episode. I'm so glad to be here.
1: I want you to guess the runtime right now.
2: Um, I'm going to say an hour 30.
1: It is, right now, 99 minutes. What's that, an
2: hour and... ninety nine? Oh!
1: Yeah, you're pretty close. Ah, uh, it's
2: actually pretty close, an hour and 40.
1: Mm-hmm. That's oh, really yeah, cool. That,
2: that's not bad, eh?
1: Anyways, I don't think every single episode we're going to get into too much nerdy stuff for those people who just got completely lost. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, thank you for listening if you have made it all the way to the end. Thank you so much, Dalton, for being on. You're an amazing first guest. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm really happy to be here for episode one. It's great. Is there anything you would like like to plug, like your Instagram or anything like that? Um, I mean yeah, if you wanna follow my follow my Instagram, it's d at at DJC underscore six six six. I gotta change my handle. I made it when I was like ten, so <laughs> So it cut me some slack, but yeah, that's my Instagram. Sure thing. And yeah, uh, that's pretty much it, honestly. Okay. Well. Truly happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I
2: I'd love to be on again, you know, in the future.
1: Sure thing. That can very much happen. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! Unless Taylor Swift calls that phone, I think you're good. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. This was
2: this was a really fun experience, honestly.
1: It's great to hear. I'm. I would hate if my first experience my guest was just like, oh, this was awful. <laughs> no, I, I had a great
2: time. It's, it's an honor to be here for episode one. The first, the very first.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be in the history books.
2: This will be in the history books. Hall of Fame right here.
1: There you go. And yeah. have a great day and I hope you continue to watch this stuff. We have a lot of new stuff coming out and I, a lot of stuff I'm actually really excited about. So stay tuned
0: in. Hey.